How do you imagine meeting an extraterrestrial? Is it humanoid, or does it look more like a roadside flare? Find out what they think of you on the other side of suspicion. Welcome to The Other Side of Suspicion, a podcast where we tell creepy stories and decide whether we believe them, are suspicious of them, or flat out disbelieve them. My name is Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is Christy Elizabeth. Hello. Kyle St. James. Hi. And Alex Gilbert. Howdy, y'all. Oh my god. It just gets worse every week. Well, how'd it do? Howdy. Like the, the season finale of this season, and Alex Gilbert. Ah! <laughs> you have to start saying hello in every language. Ooh. That's season two. That's season season two, I want a hello in every language. Oh God, however many episodes that is. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're just going to hop in this one because I'm going to do a little bit of a spiel and then we're going to have a little conversation about it. And the reason we're going to have a spiel is because I would love to do my usual bullshit of telling you a story that really pulls you in and immerses you. But we don't have time for that. If I were to go through every witness account of what we're going to talk about tonight, we would be here for hours. This episode would be like four parts long. It could even be a whole season. Uh, this story has hundreds of eyewitnesses and every one of them has their own story. Tonight we're going to be talking about the Phoenix Lights. And this one might be a little different because I don't know about the rest of you, but I remember seeing this on the news soon after it happened. Do you, do you guys remember ever hearing about this? Can you no. remind me no? when it was? It was in 97. Then no. Oh, yeah. I was, I was seven a little years too old, young. So probably. Listen, <laughs> don't remind me that busy. Alex and I are old. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I was, I was a little bit uh, busy living a seven-year-old's life. <sighs> I just, you know. Anywho, Alex, you, you don't remember <laughs> I, I don't. I don't remember any of that. So it's, not, it's got nothing to do with age. I, yeah, know, no, um, I know I've heard the name, but I was five years old when this was like a thing, so I don't know like personally. Listen, Christy, you could be watching the news at five. You could be a well-educated five-year-old. <laughs> You're right. I was such an unwoke five-year-old. Yeah. I should have known I, better. I was collecting <laughs> Pokemon cards then, so. <laughs> they, they weren't over here yet. When I don't... Don't 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 misinform the listeners. Ninety seven. They're here for the truth. Oh wait, no, I was busy playing Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to spend yeah. your time. That's what I was doing at seven. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, I yeah, I totally remember seeing this on the news, and like my moms were sitting there watching it, just all calm and everything, and I'm there, nine years old, looking at this and seeing that there's lights in the skies, and I'm just like, they're here. The aliens are here. <laughs> Nine-year-old was running around the house freaking out that he was going to get abducted that night. I did once have a nightmare about that. It was soon after this, actually. So Maybe uh, you were abducted and you just don't know it. Maybe it it wasn't a nightmare. Yeah. Maybe it was was real. 
I feel bad for those aliens coming down and abducting a nine-year-old with ADD. Like, <laughs> like they wiped my memory, but can you imagine me on that spaceship? I was just like, everything's shiny. Why is your face like this? And just smashing my hand in their, their giant gray eye. They're, you're literally yeah. touching everything, and they're just like, what's <laughs> wrong with this thing? Like, like instantly they bring you back, and that's why you're here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love the idea of like, like these alien greys. They're in the other room. They're like, all right, this is the first time we've abducted a child. Uh, this is the smaller version of these humans. Uh, we don't know if they're uh, if they have any kind of contamination or stickiness on them. So just don't touch anything on them. And they go into the d- room. I'm bouncing off the walls, just smearing <laughs> everything. They're just like, all right, get hazmat. Um, <laughs> Somehow there's sticky stuff on the wall. He didn't have he any was, candy. We showered it before he came in here. How do you get sticky? Somehow you're already covered in mud. <laughs> all right, let, let's get into the story. Let's start with the first confirmed report of lights. Surprisingly, this wasn't in Phoenix. In fact, it wasn't even in Arizona. At 7.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on March 13, 1997, a man in Henderson, Nevada, witnessed six lights moving through the night sky. It was, quote, the size of a 747, end quote, and sounded like, quote, rushing wind, end quote. According to him, they flew from the northwest to the southeast. The next sighting took place in Paulden, Arizona, which lines up with where the lights were heading from the last sighting. It was 9.15 Mountain Standard Time, which means that it had only been 30 minutes since the last sighting. Here, a former police officer was driving north. His account says there were four lights in the air, with a fifth one following close behind. To him, it looked like each of the lights were made up of reddish and orange lights within them. When he got home, he grabbed a pair of binoculars and watched the lights continue to move until they went out of sight to the south. Two minutes later, in Prescott Valley, calls started to come in reporting a large triangular object moving through the night sky. Many callers said the object was for sure solid because it was blocking out stars in the sky as it moved. Several people in the area actually got a better look at it, including a family that was standing outside of their home during the event. They reported seeing lights, now in the shape of a V, and moving towards them. In their report, the lights were reddish, save for the one in the front of the V, which was white. The family watched the lights move using binoculars for two or three minutes. Soundlessly, it passed over them before changing course and vanishing into the night sky. As the lights moved into Phoenix, things started to get a little messy. Like I said before, there were numerous uh, reports called in about the lights, and the facts are harder to find. Some say that they moved across the city like they had the state, while others say there was more than one grouping, or even that the lights split up at one point. One of the hardest things about this point in the story is that there is very little visual evidence of the event. This was before the era of having of everyone having a phone in their pocket. Many, after watching the lights move for a few moments, rushed into their homes and grabbed their video camera, but by the time they got back, they were already gone. Most were disheartened and went back into their homes. Others, however, stayed out and kept their eyes on the sky, camcorders at the ready. They wanted their video evidence, and lucky for them, they wouldn't have to wait long. After 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, the lights came back, and this time, the people of Phoenix were ready. Reports started pouring in again to police stations and news stations, not just with stories this time, but with evidence. Strangely, the local news stations didn't seem to really care about the calls. Only a few of the stations talked about the lights, but it was quick and soon forgotten about. The lights came back, then went away, then came back again over and over throughout the night. Some claim they saw the lights blinking back well into the morning. The big difference here is the lights seemed to be moving only while they were out. They would disappear, 
appear in another area, then disappear and show up in another area that was further down the way. This event is where the majority of the visual evidence comes from. Unfortunately, it seems that a lot of the people who took that footage copyrighted it, so I don't have much in the way of it to show you. However, I do have uh, one piece, which is probably the most famous one that a lot of uh, people use when making YouTube videos and whatnot. So uh, I'm actually gonna uh, link this into our chat and you guys can watch it and you know I'll edit something in here. Maybe we'll talk about it as we watch it, something like that. So let me know when you guys are, are readied up with that. I'm ready. So it's a little grainy. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely late 90s camcorder or early yes. 90s camcorder. Oh. But as you can see, kind of off in the distance, there is this bright point of light that shows up. Mm -hmm. And uh, now there's two of them that are kind mm -hmm. of uh, different spaced apart. And over the course of this video, more and more of them start showing up. There we go. They, they zoom oh. in and there's, there's more of them. This is kind of what was happening during the second event, is that these lights came on, were in a, uh, an interesting shape, and then slowly, one by one, blinked out and then would show up somewhere else. This is the one that kind of like everyone thinks of because it's got that curve right there. You can, it kind of mm -hmm. looks like it's making up the front of like an Independence Day style uh, spaceship. <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah, th this was the one that a lot of people look at and talk about as showing like, hey, look, there, there's kind of obviously something there. There is what looks like lights making up the shape of a ship. So what do you guys think about this? We can we, we can leave the video rolling as we're talking about it. Um, but where where what are you thinking so far? So I actually live around this area, and mm -hmm. I can kind I'm kind of familiar with it. So it's funny because growing up, I don't know if someone made like an homage or I don't know if that's the word uh, a thing like to represent the Phoenix Lights. But if you do go mm -hmm. towards this side of town and at night, someone had built in lights across a mountain that represents very oh, similarly really? to this shape. And I remember growing up always thinking like, oh, that looks like a spaceship. But obviously it's like it it looks very similar to this, like the Phoenix Lights. Uh, they're, mm -hmm. they're obviously planted there, though. Like it's not... It's not the Phoenix yeah. <laughs> Lights itself, but it looks very similar to what's going on right here. But I don't know. It is very interesting to see all of them like turn on at once. Well, not at once, but like little bits. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of flickering. Yeah, and, then, and then as it keeps going, you can see that they're they're starting to like blink out one at a time. And not a, a, a normal pattern like the one at the far end went out. And now I think the, the third one over is going to go out next. Yep, there it goes. Um, so it, it's, it's very sporadic how it's happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, what, what about, uh, St. James and Alex? What are you guys thinking? Was there, do they have any like footage of daytime in the same area? Like what's um, there? Yes and no. We, we, we're actually going to get into that. Once again, y'all bringing up stuff I'm going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I was curious about the same thing. I was like, what's actually like, in the background there? Is there like a big mountain there? Or is yeah. that just blank open space? Yeah. So I'll say this um, about the Las Vegas Henderson area. It's basically in a valley. So everywhere you look, there will be a mountain range. But that doesn't necessarily mean that those lights are on a mountain range. Yeah. They might be slightly above it. Or it might be like in front. But it... I will say that the area itself, there really isn't any flat land. But in, in the Henderson area, if it's in Phoenix, yeah. uh, that actually, I believe that's also a bit more mountain area. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it, actually, the Phoenix area looks pretty, 
like a smaller version of the the Vegas area with the mountains surrounding it. Because mm-hmm. it it does look kind of like maybe they had some stuff planted on the mountains and just yeah. I mean, you know, try to set up fireworks and maybe yeah, it's fireworks. Like an organic that doesn't look like fireworks. Fireworks. <laughs> Yeah. If they all like like flares or something, no. and they just had no. a movie once accidentally, no. and it just stayed. That is uh, not, totally be no bad. way, no. I, <laughs> dude. I would love to see the kind of fireworks you're seeing. <laughs> like what? I, like, to me, it definitely me. looks like I don't I don't know if I would say spaceship exactly, but it definitely looks like a big thing where all the lights are kind of turning off. I mean, sorry, turning on yeah. at different parts of it. That's how yeah. I see it. Mm. Yeah. What about what about you, Alex? Uh, I I think it definitely looks intentional. Like it's not it's it's obviously not some sort of like random natural event or occurrence. It's there's something going on here for sure that I would agree with. Whether it's aliens or not, I have yet to be convinced just by a bunch of floating lights. Um, I really like like Saint James said. I really want to see what's there during the day. Okay. Well, let's let's see what happened next uh, in the area in '97. In the days that followed, there were almost zero media coverage of the event. Like I said, a few outlets reported on it, but even fewer actually followed it up with any news. This confused most of the witnesses of the event and angered those that could feel a cover-up already happening. It wasn't until June 18th, a full three months later, that USA Today reported on the event with a front-page story. This quickly escalated the Phoenix Lights to national news. Soon after that, the story was all over the news stations, including those in prime time. Many people in 1997 were now believing that they were being visited by extraterrestrials and that they had stopped off in Phoenix, Arizona. During this time, people started demanding answers. Nearby Phoenix is Luke Air Force Base, and many people wanted to know what was on their radar that night. Sky Harbor, Phoenix's airport, had already said that they had not picked up anything that night besides the planes that were already scheduled. The government, however, was staying tight-lipped about anything in the sky. Soon, the governor at the time held a press conference that he said would clear things up. There, he said, quote, they found who was responsible, end quote. They then had a staff member walk out on stage dressed as an alien gray in handcuffs. This got a big laugh out of the press, but did little to impress the witnesses of Phoenix in the slightest. Later that year, Frances Barwood, a city councilwoman, launched an investigation into what happened. It astounded her that no one had done something about it yet, and after talking to more than 700 witnesses, something else stood out to her. Not a single one of them had been interviewed by the government about what they had seen. So th- this 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 part of it was was interesting to me that like literally nobody talked about it afterwards. It took three months for this story to even go anywhere when you had hundreds of people like I got fucking video footage of aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, sus. <laughs> it is. Um, and then also uh, 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 Miss Barwood, you know, going around and talking to everybody and finding out that during that three months, not a single person had spoken to them about what they had reported. And the governor at the time being like, hey, don't worry, guys, we got him. It's just like, there's video of this. It, it is the, it, he's dressed like an alien gray with like some like weird shiny lame on in handcuffs. Yeah. And the, the press was laughing, but I watched a documentary about this, unsurprisingly. And I will say this, <laughs> listeners. That is time I will not get back. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not the good, people huh? of that documentary were very upset about that stunt. Very, very <laughs> upset. Um, like, e- even if it was, even Jeez. if, like, 
this was a thing like extraterrestrials really did visit i still think it's fucking hilarious that they yeah. went out bought an alien costume <laughs> dressed up one of their staff got handcuffs yeah they probably thought like just by making light of it like people will forget about it and not take it seriously but like it could be hundreds of people saw it and also like the distance between the two cities like they're hours apart so like the yes. fact that it could be seen from like two very distant places and like yeah. it's on video and they won't explain themselves except be like aha that was a funny thing that happened that one time and you're yeah. like no no that's that's not funny <laughs> i i will say um for, from going forward now in the story uh, keep in mind that uh, I, I'm going to be talking about event one and event two. So there's there, they uh, classify them into two different events. The first one was the ones that moved from Henderson all the way down to uh, Phoenix. And then there was the other one a few hours later where the lights were coming on and off in different areas. Uh, that's going to become important here in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you got a thought there, Alex? You, you got your thinking face on it. Um... Yeah, I just, I think it's very strange that they made a point that nobody had been talked to by the government. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, if the government came and was like, hey, don't tell anybody about this. Would I, like, if a reporter came up and was like, hey, did did the government come talk to you? I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, they came and said something to me. No, like, you wouldn't do that. So... I feel you like know that's what? That's kind a of, solid point. That yeah, I feel like that's point. kind of a like weird piece of that story, anyways, for them to even put in there. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, well, it. I I thought it was interesting because she was a congresswoman, and so she is part of the local government that uh, went in and launched her own investigation into it, and then you know found out that like yeah. apparently no one else had even bothered to look into this. Yeah, so I I thought it was. Interesting. I was going to say the other thing I think is weird is. Why Phoenix, Arizona, of all places, would aliens choose to go? There's nothing inherently wrong with Phoenix, but I feel like it's to, like, yeah, you we're going to reveal ourselves to our the Phoenix humans followers. finally. Where are we going to go? Hey, I've heard Phoenix is nice this time of year. Like, is that what, was that the aliens' thought process? Like, oh how does like, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, if if they hadn't like you know done any reconnaissance or anything, and they just came down, like, imagine you know uh, we go to another planet for the first time. Turns out there's life there. Like, we may land in the most boring place they've ever. They're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, they landed in Glib Glob. Man, that place Glib-glob. is shit. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Why would they ever um, go there? Yeah, you know, good old glib. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best of those alien craze live in glib club. Okay, so I I have my okay, new idea now. Lay it on me. Um, all right, you guys get ready for this one. My, a, my socks are firmly secured, so you don't blow them off. <laughs> yes, pull them up further because it's about oh, to get man. wild. What I think is that. The military is probably testing out some stealth plane, and they accidentally launched <laughs> Those flares hit a mountain, which became super bright, and everyone was just like, oh, what's that? When in reality, it was just some flares came on, they turned on, turned off, turned on in different areas, and then they're just like, oh my god. So they told the government, government's just like, 
yeah, it's probably just a training like thing for our new plane. But they didn't want to tell people that because they don't want everyone knowing that they have stealth planes. My, my favorite around. part of that story and... is thinking about this group of stealth planes flying over the Arizona mountains, and they're this pitch black around them. They're silent, and then all of a sudden, the one in the front just starts dropping flares. Jerry, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> of course, his name is Jerry. <laughs> just like on the flare button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I dropped my Snickers. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is J Dog. I accidentally dropped all my flares. Uh, hopefully, this, this is, is going to be a problem. This is the third time this month, and again, we're not calling you. I'm J-Dog. sure nobody will notice. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm sure nobody will notice. Just uh, come back. I think that's more believable than the fireworks story. <laughs> I- that's I, I my yeah, new he idea. Didn't stray too far from fireworks, though. He went from fireworks to flares. <laughs> were like, he said new. I thought. I thought this was well, going to be like combustible. No, he just went from flammable to other flammable. Um, Speaking of that, yeah. let's you get into some explanations. The first one, uh, I don't think, will be a big surprise, but most people believe that this was an extraterrestrial event. What reason the aliens would have for showing themselves over Arizona is debatable, but almost every believer in Phoenix has a theory. Some believe something went wrong with their systems and their cloaking system went down. Others say that the ship was in trouble and awaiting more of its kind to show up and rescue them. Another popular belief is that it was completely intentional, but the reasoning for it varies. Everything from that it was a test to see how we'd react to it was a warning, all the way to that it was just to let us know that we weren't alone. But what is there in the way of evidence? Well, besides videos, it's just eyewitness account and theories, which doesn't sway a lot of skeptics. For me, there was one testimony that was so suspicious that it could make it legitimate. This testimony comes from someone we already heard about and who probably did the most amount of harm to anyone believing it. In 2007, 10 years after the event happened, the former governor spoke to the Daily Courier. As a reminder, this is the man who had one of his staff come out on stage dressed as an alien, as a joke. In the interview in 2007, he said that during the night of the Phoenix Lights, he saw one of the, quote, crafts of unknown origin, end quote. He then said, quote, it was enormous and inexplicable. Who knows where it came from? A lot of people saw it, and I saw it too. It was dramatic. Couldn't have been flares because it was too symmetrical. It had a geometric outline and constant shape, end quote. He went on to say, quote, I'm a pilot, and I know just about every machine that flies. It was bigger than anything I'd ever seen, It remains a great mystery. Other people saw it, responsible people. I don't know why people would ridicule it, end quote. The former governor also said that he has tried to find out what the government thought had happened. He contacted Luke Air Force Base and several other departments, but all of them didn't have an answer for him. In fact, according to him, they seemed confused about what was happening themselves. So, uh, before we we go any further, what what do you think about... the governor, the one that brought out the alien 10 years later being like, I saw it. I think he's, I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I agree. Like that, that was one of the things why like I, I put it in here. Cause I'm just like, that's so weird that you would do that and then come back with this and then be like, Oh no, I tried to find out too. To me, it almost seems, okay, this is like a stretch, but it's all like when something really crazy happens or like, let's say something like, something's really popular at the time 
And you want to make fun mm-hmm. of it. You want to be like, oh, that's funny. Uh, you believe in that, uh, poser. And then, like, 10 years later, you're like, wait, never mind. That was actually pretty cool. I kind of want to be in that now. <laughs> no, guys, I totally saw that. I totally saw that thing. I just didn't want to talk about it, yeah. but I did see it. <laughs> <laughs> just a lonely governor wanting to fit in. <laughs> lonely governor. I mean, yeah, at that point, he's former governor. He wasn't the governor anymore. He's like, hey, look at me. I, I saw aliens too. I, I'm, I'm cool. Or I'm cool? maybe he had to wait until he wasn't governor anymore to really talk about it. That's, but and then, that's, yeah, that's and that's fair. another interesting way to look at it uh, mm-hmm. because it that is something you could build out in your head. Is just like okay, there was a government cover up about this. They told the governor to just make a big joke about it to try and make it go away. And then ten years later, after he's not governor anymore, he's just like I fucking saw it. But my my thing with that is, wouldn't he also say that the government told him not to say anything? Or do you? I mean, I guess it could be like, oh, that's too that's too far. <laughs> and you know what? That might be too far because at least if he just admits that he saw it, um, yeah, he doesn't necessarily get in trouble for it. Yeah, the, no, no uh, man in black is showing up at his door with a gun <laughs> late at night. <laughs> yeah. You didn't oh. see anything. Bang! <laughs> so when he did this research for himself and was like calling the military bases, was was the, were they saying this was recently after it happened, or did he make those calls ten years later as well? No, this was while he was uh, acting governor. Oh, okay, gotcha. That makes more sense. Uh, actually, let, let let's get into something else before I go any more into what the governor said because there was a little bit more. So we we need to talk about uh, another big explanation for this. The U.S. government eventually gave a statement about the lights, and it was as lackluster an explanation as you would think. They claimed the lights were flares dropped during a training exercise near Luke Air Force Base. Oh my god, St. James is just looking so cocky right now. (laughs) Whoa! Who could have thunk? <laughs> I guess it's just a mystery. <laughs> they claim the lights uh, were flares dropped during a training exercise near Luke Air Force Base. Specifically, they were long burning LUU 2B B illumination flares. And actually, I got an, a little image here to show you guys uh, that kind of illustrates what these are because these aren't just, you know, flares that you throw on the side of the road. Uh, so if you, you click on that image, this is uh, a diagram of what they are. These uh, these canisters are about three feet long. And when they're dropped from these planes, this, this parachute comes out and they start burning. Um, oh, God, I can't. I think it's phosphorus. Uh, they, they're burning something hot and, and bright. And they slowly descend down because of the parachute. Um, in fact, with certain wind conditions and whatnot, they can stay in the air. I think I read for 45 minutes problem a lot of people have pointed out is the smoke trail which you can even see pointed out in the uh in the diagram um according to the witnesses in phoenix none of them recall seeing any sort of tail or smoke trail coming from the lights themselves moreover witnesses hold on to the fact that they saw the lights moving together as if they were part of a ship for one of those witnesses let's go back to the governor he said, quote, as a pilot and a air, former Air Force officer, I can definitely say that this craft did not resemble any man-made object I have seen. 
and it was certainly not high-altitude flares because flares don't fly in formation." End quote. Some have chalked this up as a phenomenon called illusionary contours, which, according to the Wikipedia article, quote, "...can cause the human eye to see unconnected lines or dots as forming a single shape." End quote. An amateur astronomer witnessed the lights during the first event and used a telescope to view them. He said that they were very obviously planes flying in formation. He said as much during a town hall hosted by Discovery Channel, but was quickly booed by other witnesses that said that he didn't see what they saw. Uh, to add credence to this in 2000, the Maryland Air National Guard published a history of their flights and showed that one of the, their squadrons was responsible for the event. Seven years later, one of the pilots confirmed during an interview that he was part of the squadron that dropped the flares. So, this is... This is part of what St. James was talking about. Pretty much exactly what he was talking about. Um, it's almost so like smug. he knew the whole time. It's so smug. Yeah. Where, where were you the night of March 13th, 1997? <laughs> you part of this? Playing Final Fantasy. Uh, I, I was six years old at that point, so <laughs> probably asleep. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do the rest of you think about this part? What do you think about flares? <laughs> I think that's probably more plausible than aliens, but I also really want to see what's there because they did hang there okay. for an extended period so, of time and did not really mm -hmm. move down at all, though. So if they are flares, they needed to have landed on something in that order. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the most damning evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I saved this for last for a reason because <laughs> if I showed you this first and then started talking about aliens. It wouldn't be a good conversation. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm sending you a link here. This is from uh, dailymotion.com. Uh, it was not made by them. This is from a long time ago. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we can watch this and, and, and talk about it uh, after we've, we've listened to it. Uh, so, yeah, listeners, we're going we're gonna to jump ahead a little bit, and you can hear us talk about it afterwards. Um, but, uh, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Who would have guessed? So I, I think we I think we could we could stop it there. Um, you could obviously see why this is so damning. <laughs> yeah, what do it's you guys pretty... think about this now? Huh? Gosh. Like there was a mountain there in the exact shape. Yeah. Wow. So, so for sitting. listeners. What we had seen was they went back to the location where the video was taken during the day, and there is a very prominent mountain. <laughs> and what they did was they then took that, overlaid it on the original image, but massively lightened the original one. You can actually, without the overlaid image, you can see the outline of the mountain in the dark. And just to illustrate it more, they put the other video on top of it. And yeah, pretty much because the way the camera was moving and whatnot, it, it's it, the the lights disappear because they fall behind the mountain. <laughs> so this information with the the them being long burning flares kind of checks out a little bit more now. It does. I oh. I would like to see. <laughs> I would like to see though. You think I would know because I live in the area, but I'm like wondering if Henderson and Phoenix share a similar mountain range. Like, because there's no way I don't think you can see them from that far of a distance, if that makes so, sense. So, yeah, that's that's the important thing that I was talking about. This video is specifically from event two. 
Mm-hmm. So this is the one where people were saying they would come on, they slowly disappeared, and then they came on somewhere else. Yeah. So assumably what was going on here, if we're going with the non-extraterrestrial theory, is mm-hmm. that planes flew over, dropped flares, they slowly descended down behind the mountains, then uh, they circled around, came back, dropped more flares in another area as part of a training exercise, which is why it seemed like they were moving. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. See, Saint James is just, Saint James just got this fucking face on right now. I was just like, "Yep, yeah, he's smirking sure pretty is. hard right now." <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I still think it's time traveling demon ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that was playing EDM very loudly over Phoenix. <laughs> Sandstorm. <laughs> uh, the last thing that I want to point out is to go back to the former governor. During a different interview, he elaborates more on contacting the government, specifically the military. They responded to him with, quote, no comment, end quote. To be clear, this is uh, while he was active governor of the state that the event took place in. If it was just a training exercise, why would they hide it from the governor of the state? But with that, we have reached the part of the show where I have to uh, have to ask you to make a big decision. Do you believe this? Are you suspicious of this? Or do you disbelieve this? And I'm going to talk a little bit more before the rest of them can say they disbelieve this. Because I'm going to go with my theory first for one. So, so, so again, we all know I'm very crazy when it comes to extraterrestrial and ghost shit. We know mm-hmm. this. It's established. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing for me that's interesting is the the Maryland Air Force or Air National Guard, whatever the hell they were called, was like, we were doing the training exercise that night. And my question is, I'm like, okay, where were you coming from? Because the lights were first seen moving over Henderson. And the thing about the, and this, again, going back to the first event, everything that was said was that they were silent. These The planes that they would have been flying that night are not silent. They are not stealth air, uh, aircrafts. And the okay, here we, this this is where I'm going <laughs> to lose a couple of you. The direction that they were coming from, you know, thinking about where Henderson is, and everything is where we now know Area 51 actually is. Dun dun dun. Alex, you can get get your hand out, get your head out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is real shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. It's very interesting to me that there was some kind of event like this and that planes were coming from the direction that Area 51 is. That is the as interesting for me as it gets with this. The 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 silence is weird, all of that stuff. I do a hundred percent think the second event is purely flares. I do not I'm not fucking around at all with that. It is very obvious from that video. I legit thought about not doing this episode after I saw that video. <laughs> But but I, I I thought we could have some fun conversations, which just we like sitting there like, dang it, St. James is going to get this one real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I should start making bets uh, with myself to see which one I think someone's going to call. Um, so I, I will say this. I'm going I fall into suspicious uh, at the beginning of this before I started researching this, which can really go to show you, listener, do your research before just believing these. I was full on in belief. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I totally was. I am now in the suspicious camp because there's some things about this that don't make sense and don't line up and that are very weird. 
But the second part of it is very plainly not extraterrestrial in any way. And if you want to get me going a little bit more, I will even go as far as to say the second event was there to cover up the first event. That they started dropping flares being like, oh, there's more lights in the sky. We can blame it on the flares because we actually dropped them. So that's me. Y'all have fun ripping my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) We poke some holes in that tinfoil hat of yours, Trevor. Uh, I'd like to go last on this one. You know, let everyone else have their chance. (laughs) Uh, Okay. uh, uh, Christy, how about you? What what are you thinking on this? Well, you know... That last bit was pretty damning. (laughs) But you know what? I will have to go on suspicious as well. Just because knowing the distance between the two areas, I just can't see two separate cities from that far apart seeing something so similar. That is suspicious Mm -hmm. to me. And with Area 51 being there and what it's known for, I do think that's suspicious as well. Um, And also, I've being someone who's lived here, I have also seen a lot of weird things in the sky. I don't necessarily think what we saw there was aliens. I I don't. But I could see it being like, you know, them testing new aircraft of some kind that they just don't want to talk about and you know you're you're on the suspicious side not extraterrestrially but but government but like kind of well not even fuckery (laughs) but maybe they're just testing out stuff and they don't want to fucking talk about it so you know it's that's the line i'm i'm standing on because years ago i think i think it was like maybe four or five years ago we had seen some stuff in the sky and that was all over the news and that was kind of confirmed but also kind of not like it kind of just died off the air for a moment and this Mm -hmm. sounds very similar to that so i just think this area considering where area 51 is and you know just a lot of open space for people to just test out new technologies and new aircraft i could see that being a thing so i'm on suspicious as well all right um alex what do you (laughs) fall into yeah i think i'm gonna think I, I think it's just flares. I I do not believe this one bit. Honestly, I think all of the, the me and Trevor in the did, corner with our tinfoil hats, all yeah. Mad. I, I think all of the government didn't know stuff was like because this governor also was like, oh yeah, I, I used to be in the air force and you know work on these naval yeah. air force bases, and he probably called some guy he knew on that naval base or air force base and was like, oh yeah, this is my good buddy Jim. I'm gonna call him and see what's up. And Jim and was like, I'm just gonna ruin this guy's whole career and make. Ev- I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna pretend like it's a big cover up and hopefully he says something to somebody. <laughs> like, I'm about to Jim ruin this man's out, career. Like, way back. Yeah, and they just yeah, I, th- I think that's what's going on here. <laughs> okay. Um St. James. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Let's do this. Okay. First situation. You're saying that you see them like they're coming from Area 51 area, which, mm-hmm. you know, is an Air Force base with classified items. So if they're testing a brand new plane that they don't want anyone to see, they'll probably do it at night. Have well, lights why have on the it. lights on, though? <laughs> I'm I'm getting to that point. Like, have lights on them in case, like, they fail or fall or something like that. They can still see at night. Like, they'll, they're super stealthy, but they keep the lights on, so, like, they'll they don't have, like, tracking track stuff? Them. I don't know. I don't know back then. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe it's like, uh, like, like, you know, like, how, like, like, training cars or, like, like, crash test things, like, have, like, like, safety lights to make sure that they're not, like... You know, or like if there's any other planes in the area flying through, like they don't want they want to make sure that they see them too. 
Um, like commercial airplanes especially, if they see lights in the air, they'll probably, you know, say something or, you know, get to the, the watchtower, whatever it's called. I kind of um, like your first suggestion that it was just like some newbie might have left the lights on for the first <laughs> <laughs> Damn I do it, like Jerry! That. Yeah, J-Dog. Yeah, J-Dog. <laughs> God damn it, J-Dog. <laughs> no, I didn't want to call you J-Dog. You're Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I'm going to go with. Is they're just testing new planes. They did it in the middle of the night because they're like, are, all right, we don't are, need anyone to see this. Um, are they suspicious planes? They could have been like those cool like stealth planes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get one more suspicious somehow. <laughs> just... Uh, no, no, they're probably just planes. Yeah. But are they suspicious? But why wouldn't they just say I, that? That's the suspicious part. Because it's classified. Yeah. Also, then that's like, suspicious. They're not going to go around and be like, yeah, we're testing out <laughs> these brand suspicious. new airplanes we have. Yeah. gets me. You understand. Here, let me show you. Here's a diagram yeah. of this plane. Yeah, it yeah, does all these yeah, things. And also, as we know... Don't tell anyone else. Yeah, the government is very well known for revealing what they do. <laughs> on as we all know, they're very transparent about what they do with their money on military bases <laughs> like, and things like, like that. So, yeah, I, I could see why they wouldn't want to say anything. Yeah. I kind of yeah. wonder and if this was their first, first I kind of wonder if this was their first experimentation with okay, I might be wrong on the time frame here, but drones? Like flying drones? Like I don't Maybe, know. Yeah. I, I don't know about it. that. I don't know. That's True. just an idea, but like yeah, regardless, yeah. I'm still suspicious about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So and I then, Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, second part I called. <laughs> Secondly, I, I was right. You were Secondly, all wrong. No knowledge of this whatsoever from what Trevor told me, other than what Trevor told me, and <laughs> still got it right on the head, like I normally do, because that's me, yo boy. Yo boy. Um, <laughs> we're never, never going to hear the end of this. Like, five years from now, he's going to be like, hey, you guys remember that one time I guessed it? <laughs> we're going to hey, be in guys... like an argument about a ghost or something, and we're going to be like, yeah, but do you remember when I fucking called the Phoenix Lights? <laughs> It's like, yeah, but you wouldn't you wouldn't know this stuff. And I'm like, remember Phoenix Lights? And you're like, <sighs> Exhibit A, I was right once Here. five years ago. Let me just link my podcast that's still going on at this point. <laughs> Episode five. <laughs> Episode five. Uh, all gonna, right. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to say not believe. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> at the end of all this, I'm going to stick to, you know, not suspicious, not believing, just a full on it's explained what a, what a sad life to just not <laughs> no imagination this is why he's in law this is why he's in law I'm a law man so it looks like we got we're split down the middle on this one two suspicious two disbelieves but uh definitely no full believers over here uh but what about you listeners uh did anything i tell you tonight make you go oh no that's 100 percent extraterrestrials i'm a believer i'm gonna go watch that two-hour documentary that trevor's and i are gonna get his time for back uh but you can let us know if that's you on twitter uh you can find us at side of suspicion uh and if you want to suggest a future story even one of your own you can send them into other side of suspicion at gmail.com we'll see you next week on the other side of suspicion <laughs> <laughs>